Sean Dawson of Patio Daddio Barbecue in Boise, Idaho, and I've got it locked on the 50,000 gigawatt blowtorch of the internet that is Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? <laughs> You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? We ate two feet before we nursed. But listen, Lavernius, shut the face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. All right, just like that, we are into the second hour. It is the Barbecue Central Show, where we talk about barbecue and grilling-related items and have 25-minute infomercials because we don't talk about traditional barbecue stuff on this show. Still to come on the show this evening, Sam the Cooking Guy in about 13 minutes from now, and... Clarence Joseph of Mama and Papa Joe's Barbecue. So stay tuned for those great interviews. Don't forget you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch slash RD Rempy on YouTube for video feeds. Also, you can get the show audibly on Clubhouse, which you will want to use if you want to take part in the game show. What does Sam like best as we lead off the Sam the Cooking Guy segment? In about 12 minutes from now, so make sure that you download the Clubhouse uh, Club Clubhouse. Make sure you download the Clubhouse app and then be listening. So when I make the call out for a lucky contestant to come on and win something free from Sam, you will be all locked and loaded. You can also get an ad-free podcast feed experience. Two different places, Patreon. Patreon.com slash BBQ Central Show. Or if you are a fan and user of Apple Podcasts, there's an ad-free option right there within the show itself. So just subscribe to that and away you go. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less this coming Friday, episode 223. Taking you back to April 10th, 2012. And this week's best moment show features someone who perhaps for the majority of you is a name you don't recognize or perhaps is a name you don't even recall. But to those that knew him, and I'm not saying this for effect, but for those that knew him, he is legend. He was the pit master of a team called Left Coast Q. He was and is Matt Dalton. Now, this specific portion has me interviewing Matt after the team snagged their first grand championship out of an event in Wildemar, California. We break down his background, how he got into the whole competition barbecue scene back then. This was 10 years ago. 10 years. To know the story of Matt Dalton is to know a man of passion, of extreme loyalty, someone who... Perhaps to a fault, especially if you talk to a lot of friends who were in his tight inner circle, would tell you to a fault, 
that he is a truth teller and right to your face truth teller. He experienced a lot of success right off the bat when he got into it, then rode the elevator all the way down to the bottom. Then, in a redemption story of sorts, found his way back onto the winning side of the competition scene again. A great story of redemption, which you can actually hear on the show archives as well. Unfortunately, and quite suddenly, Matt passed away October 18th of 2016. And he was 42 Uh years old. Uh, I'm not a guy who really reflects on gone too soon. But in this instance, it holds true. Matt Dalton gone too soon, 42 years old. So be sure to check this one out. Search the archives for some of the other segments and interviews that I did with Matt during the life of this show and during his life. All very good interviews, especially... It was either that second or third one. It might have been the last one that I did with him, unfortunately, where he talked about what it was like to come back full circle, getting a little full of himself, getting away from a lot of the things that he was following from a time wi- uh, timeline-wise, uh, the sauces, the inconsistencies, and then feeling the effects of getting away from that discipline going back to it, starting to get the success back. And then we had talked to him after he had won another grand championship. And it was really interesting conversation to hear him be able to go back, look at how he had started, what he had achieved, and then be able to experience the doldrums of competition barbecue. And then he works his way out of it. So uh, Matt Dalton always remembered here on the show as being a terrific interview and outside of, of any interviews and segments, the, the times we had talked on the phone, just really candid, raw conversations that I certainly appreciated. Uh, don't forget, if you want to hear a guest or segment, again, that has been lost in the archives, email John and let him know what you would like to hear. J-O-N at the BBQ Central Show dot com. That's J-O-N at the BBQ Central Show dot com. And he will do his best to meet your expectations as you write to him and let him know what you would like to hear. Upcoming shows over this month include interviews with first-time guest and barbecue writer out of Texas, Chuck Blunt. We will also have interviews, of course, with Meathead from AmazingRibs.com, Robert Moss of RobertFMoss.com, and the barbecue editor of Southern Living Magazine. The start of Season 3 of American Idol's Barbecue Central Show edition at the end of the month, of course, Jess Pryles will be joining us this month, Stephen Reichland, Eric Riches, and somebody we tried to have on a week ago or two weeks ago. He has been re-locked and loaded for 426, CEO of Solo Brands, John Maris, all scheduled to join me over the balance of April 2022. So hopefully you'll be joining me live for that, or you can always get it in podcast as well. Programming note, my sister, Kate, or Katie, if you know her, does a podcast that has just turned a year old, and they had me on as a guest over the weekend taping. While her show is not live fire related, it is a show that is well done and quite interesting. The name of it is called Knit a Spell, as you might derive from the title that centers around knitting. And making, making is a term in that industry. However, there is another portion of it as well that's brought in by her co-host, Jim. 
who is a witch. Uh-oh. That's right, a witch. So Katie is the expert of crafting, and Jim is the expert of the craft. And they dive into topics that they can both lend their expertise to. And once you get out of your own way and overcome your own biases to what they're talking about, it's actually a very interesting listen. A lot of great and different viewpoints on a lot of different things. Now, look, if you're not into uh, witchery, I don't know if that's a word, or knitting slash making slash crafting, it might get a little long in the tooth pretty quick for you. However, if you like to listen to different things or just hear about different things and ways of life and ways of thinking, this might be right up your alley. So I will be on there April 20th. Yes, burners, 420. But I'm not talking about weed. I talk a bit about my show and how has it evolved and how it grew originally, which a lot of you have heard on some of the other interviews I've done over the many years I have been a guest on somebody else's show. But in the second portion of the show, we talk about some woo-woo shit. I give you my take on religion, dying, heaven, all that nonsense. It was a fun experience, and I thank them for having me on and changing it up from their usual topics of conversation. So again, that will be on 420. You know, the one episode that is burned into my hippocampus of my sister and Jim's show, Knit a Spell, they have this guest on. Now, I would say the vast majority of their shows, it's just the two of them talking. However, they will bring in people from the witch world or the making world. My sister is quite established in the knitting and making industry, believe it or not. And they'll bring in guests that they know or people that are interested in, do interviews like I kind of do all of this. And the lady that makes sweaters out of pet hair is like burned and seared into my mind. This is something that I'm actually going to do for my oldest daughter this coming Christmas. I have enough goddamn cats in this house that I don't want that produce hair by the boatload. So I'm going to start collecting all that cat hair and then send it to that lady so she can fashion Bobby a cat hair sweater. Yikers. That's what she does. She makes pet hair sweaters. So I'm going to put that to the test. And in eight months and 20 days, I will have feedback for you on what Bobby thinks of her cat hair sweaters. And there's three different kinds of cats. So I can only imagine the coloring of this. It's going to be fabulous. Anyway, look for me 420 on Knit a Spell. It's going to be a gas. All right, I'm going to talk to you quickly about David McDowell. We know him as David Leans for the Do Wellness program here on the show. Maybe you have heard that having a dad bod is cool. Being a little bit doughy is great. It's not. Get the 
You don't have to be if you want to be, but maybe you don't want to be. Maybe you've had enough. You've said, you know what? I'm sick of being a little doughy. I know I got to change my eating habits. I know I got to get to be working out some more, get some cardio in, just make better decisions, but I can't commit to it mentally. I can get to the point where I know I have to do it, but I can't get over the hurdle. This is where David McDowell comes into play. 200 bucks a month, that's it? You get access to him essentially 24 and 7. What do you get? Well, you can send him a text message if you want, or an iMessage, or a WhatsApp message. Also available to FaceTime, Zoom, WhatsApp, video chat, whenever you need them, even on short notice. And again, where some people are charging 500 bucks a month for something like this, with one to two check-ins a month, that's it, no access. Partnering with David gives you access to a resource who's available effectively 24-7. Again, 200 bucks a month, is a barbecue brother slash sister deal for you. Here you go. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ to sign up. That's DavidLeans.com slash BBQ.com. And you can take advantage of this special offer just for the Centralites. So if you know you're there, you know you are ready to take it to the next level and you want to help help yourself Take it to the next level with a little support. There's nothing wrong with that. David Leans is your guy. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. That's DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. Sign up right now. Still a long way to go here to the end of the year to get your fitness goals in and be a healthier barbecue. Follow him on Earl's Cookout as well on Instagram. We're back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, one of the most unbelievable outdoor cooking vessels in the world available in three sizes and a host of accessories to complete your pit barrel cooking experience visit pitbarrelcooker.com that's pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the barbecue central show sent you you will be ever so happy that you did all right my next guest is a youtube cooking sensation with over 3.26 million youtube subscribers that eagerly watches videos Three days per week, he has won many Emmys. He once told Hoda Cape and Kathy Lee Gifford to, quote, pay attention one minute, and he's a Barbecue Central Show guest Hall of Famer. We race to the hotline, and welcome back, friend of show, Sam the Cooking Guy. Hey, Sam. When did I become a Hall of Famer? When did you become Is a Barbecue a Central thing? Show guest Hall of Famer? Yeah. How, well, what makes you a Hall of Famer? I didn't know I was that. Really? I'm excited. Oh yeah, that seems. I don't think you've said that. Before. That seems. To, I mean, I think I introduce you the same way every time. Maybe you just listened this time. Is that possible? Oh, interesting. Let's it's see. A hundred percent. Okay. Possible. Well, I'm going to tell you. Inaugural class 
of 2018, Sam yes. the Cooking Guy, who was then listed as a semi-recurring guest, because you weren't monthly at that yes. point, and the inaugural class not. had best recurring guest, best semi-recurring guest, and then best one-off guest. We did that for one year, and then we threw that yep. off, and we've been inducting five people in ever since. So you were in the inaugural class. I did not know that. Yes, you were Barbecue Central Show guest Hall of Famer. If I thought that. I would have dressed up if I'd known that this was going to happen. No, no, there's no need to dress up. You are looking as dapper and as comfortable as uh, ever. Resplendent, comfortable. Did you say comfortable? Comfortable, yes. I am comfortable. Yes. I feel very good right now. All right. Yeah. So, of course, we are going to be doing the game show here in just a second. But first off, let me say, what an incredibly selfless thing you Max and part-time chance and your viewers did a few weeks ago as you raise $21,000 for the conflict in Ukraine. You donate it to an organization called World Central Kitchen founded by Jose Andres. In essence, it appears to be operating much like Operation Barbecue Relief here does domestically, except they do it globally. And I know you're not doing it for publicity or any kind of look at me type thing, but I feel that this is something that you should be recognized for using your platform for that kind of good. So we say well done to Sam. Well, thank you. Yeah. Look, I I think it's uh, incumbent upon those people that have a voice, an audience, to do um, the right thing. Uh, I won't give any names, but there's a personality in town that I know that that um, in San Diego that does not outwardly show um, support of of uh, of certain uh, causes. All right. I'm not picking causes. I'm just saying that I think this person could use that person's name and voice a lot more than they do. Uh-huh. And they don't. And I don't like that. Hmm. It kind of bugs me that they don't. Of course we know this person's so I, name it, is Sean Walchuk. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke. Of course. Sean Walchuk. All right. Very, very deep insight. Well, good job on uh, using the platform for generating Thanks, that kind of money. Very nice. Thanks. And, and by the way, just to uh, just to uh, pimp a little further on um, the P- the PBC, the Pit Barrel Cooker. Yeah. Uh, we have an episode that will roll out on uh, Friday that we did for the uh, the beef board, the beef. It's what's for dinner, people. Yeah. I cooked uh, eight different cuts of beef, wow. eight different ways. And one of them was uh, on the, the pit barrel cooker. And it was uh, beef back ribs. And it was spectacular. They were spectacular. Have you ever had it's a great? Uh, have you ever had like the big dino ribs before? I, I have. They, these were, I mean. Yeah, so these are look like baby back ribs, but they're the beef back ribs. They look more like, like traditional size, right? ribs. Yeah, like regular ribs. Yeah, are, are those you, the dino ribs? No, the dino ribs are like the big ass ones that weigh three pounds per bone. You know, something ridiculous. Oh, no, like not beef, not beef back ribs. No, beef back okay. ribs. You these know, have beef, that more. These, uh, these were these were beef back ribs. Yeah, look more like traditional pork. And they ribs. were freaking great. Yeah, yeah, like great beefy flavor. It's a, it's a, Yeah, what yeah. have you not made them? Uh, no, I've only like I've beef? only made the the dino ribs, like the be- the big. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
plate ribs, but never the I can't seem to get beef yeah, back you, ribs around here. You know what's interesting is um I put a rub on them. I did not put a sauce on them. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times I I want to yeah, beef. I think uh, I want to taste the beef. Yeah. I don't I don't want to just taste some sweet uh you know saucy kind of thing. I don't know if beef is ever a really good pair with something sweet, like sauce-wise. Yeah. I mean, typically you're dipping it yeah. in a, a savory juice or you know something that's yeah, going to complement yeah. that. But and I've yeah. rarely do you hear somebody say, "Oh, you know, I ref I prefer my beef to have some kind of sweetness to it." Yeah, yeah. and you know, I um uh maybe a little brown sugar in it is not a bad thing. It, it complements. The, the 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 bigger savory notes in whatever you're doing but uh, and I'm not I'm not being paid to say this right now I'm just telling you there's a lot of a cow to make people happy yeah you don't like you don't like fatty you don't like uh, something with a lot of uh, fat you don't want a, a, a deep ribeye then then have a tenderloin you don't want a tenderloin you can have a skirt steak you don't want a skirt steak you can have there's so much diversity there. It's insane. Did you learn really something is. new by doing this for the B4? Mm. Uh, I learned that doing eight cuts at the same time on eight different pieces of equipment was stupid. <laughs> it was too much. Yeah. But it was fun. It's aggressive. They liked it. Of course, I mean, of course they liked it. Look, I was highlighting all the stuff you can do. And, and I appreciate my association with them and they're nice people and, they're 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 great to work with, and I'll tell you this: there's a little inside thing. When you watch the video on Friday, yeah, there's a moment I'm talking about the um, the shank of a cow. <laughs> I don't know if I should even say this: <laughs> the shank of a cow, right? The back legs are the shank. The front legs they sometimes refer to as the four shank. Okay. Oh boy. I say four, I say four shank uh -huh. and max out loud behind the camera says something about four skin. <laughs> no way. So, <laughs> so my contact is with the beef board. The beef board has to pass all this stuff through the USDA. So I get it. I get an email back from the beef board contact saying, "Hey, could you make these these edits? No problem." And one of them was remove foreskin. And I said, <laughs> I'll, "I'll admit right now, I have never been in a professional email talking about foreskin before." And we were emailing today, and I said, "You know, it just occurred to me that not you, not just you and me, were doing this." But someone at the USDA, someone at the government of the United oh States of God. America was putting in an email, please have them refer, please have them remove the term foreskin from uh, 12 minutes and 90 seconds to 12 minutes and 92 seconds or whatever it was. Yeah, it was fine. Well, I guess I don't know if, if they want you to take it out, right? I mean, if they, wanna, if they want you to take it out, they're going to have to reference it specifically. Otherwise... It could be too vague. Hey, between this time and this time, re-listen <laughs> and think about yeah, what's yeah, going yeah, on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. you gotta break it down. Yeah. All right. So let's see if yeah. uh, John McGuire is listening here on Clubhouse. Let's see if he uh, wants to come up 
and take Wait, part in the it's, game it's show. Not the most, uh, it's not the most important realtor from freaking Hawaii today? No, Lance Owens. Who's done way too much. Lance Owens. Is he here? Is not in Clubhouse. No. no. He is probably no. in the midst of selling some multi-million dollar house in Hawaii. I think 1,300 and square yes, feet started a million dollars in Hawaii. It's more expensive than California. Hawaii is, let me think about this. It's, it's 723 here. It's 1023 where you are. So I think Hawaii is three hours back from us. Or yeah, two, two yeah. or three. So it's like a four thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, so he could absolutely be selling something in Pu'u Analea, yeah, something like that. Right. Well, he's in Kona, so yeah. aside from selling he's multi-million in, dollar it, mansions, it, he's probably selling high-end. It coffee. all sounds the same. Yes. Yes. Okay. There you go. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right. So let's see uh, if I did this right. I can never tell on. No, didn't want to do that. Let's see. Uh, John uh -oh. McGuire. John, are you there? John is not there. Oh, boy. John. First time doing this, Greg? No, but this You're interface. You're a real proponent of this clubhouse. You think yes. this clubhouse thing is actually working for you? Uh, I mean, it has most okay. of the time, right. um, especially like in this Here instance where you just want to pull somebody up. It's worked with the embedded correspondence with the... Uh, surety picks, but the surety picks. But maybe John has uh, left the building. And um, can I be part? Of, I know I'm not on the same night as them, but I'd like to be involved in the surety picks sometimes. Really? One time? Yes. All right. Well, I mean, can just, you throw me out? Well, all you have to I'll, do I'll is just in. shoot me a. Um, Tell you uh, I'm available. Well, yeah, just one of the. Do I have to go in the? Do I have to go into freaking clubhouse and try and no. find my way through no, whatever no, 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 all no. that nonsense? You just show up like this. And we'll put you up on the screen. Yeah. I have an extra connection. I'd like so to be there. I'd like that. to be there. If you want to do an assurity pick on a fourth Tuesday of a month, then I would certainly like that. do that. Yeah, I would like that. Tell Thank me you. what you would like Thank to do. You. All right. Well, we're going to wait for okay. somebody to, to jump in here and oh play the God. game. Okay, so, so don't worry about it. We have plenty to talk about otherwise, worried. right? So yes, we do. Uh, Wednesday this past week, of course, Traeger holds a huge event. Traeger Day. The Traeger Summit. And uh, Summit. they launch... The Timberline XL, while also launching mm -hmm. last Wednesday on Sam's YouTube channel, is a 17-minute yes. eh, video that features prominently mm -hmm. the Timberline XL cooker. So I, I assume there's some deal struck between you and Traeger or their PR firm or whatever it is where you know they've asked yeah. if you're interested. Traeger, in, Traeger reaches out. Yeah. Traeger, Traeger reaches out. They, they got to... I don't actually know who they got to, but my 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 manager calls me and he goes, "Hey, Traeger would like to do something." Blah blah blah. It's kind of super secret. I had to sign an NDA. Are you interested? And I go, you know, I'm a huge Traeger fan, so uh, yeah, let's let's chat and see what it is. And they said, "Hey, we've got this thing coming out. Would you like to do a?" They actually said, "Would you like to do an unboxing?" And um, we got on a call together and I said, you know, uh, yes, but uh, I'll be honest. I do find unboxings a little bit boring. I'm maybe not as geeky as the next guy. They're very popular otherwise on I YouTube. I mean, those are like some no, of the most really viewed uh, videos or unboxing yeah. of gumballs. But, but for or me, whatever. when a guy goes like this, oh, look at this paperwork that I've got here. Oh, and it, here it says on, on page seven this and then. <laughs> Here's the manual, and then here's the bag of nuts and screws and bolts and crap. 
I mean, I got a little lost on that. I didn't think anybody needed to see me build it. I knew that was going to happen. I knew if they came to me and they go, hey, do you want to do something? Do you want to do an unboxing? I know they were going to other people and somebody was going to take the shit out of the box and turn it on its side and put the casters on and then flip it, oh, you know, the whole do all thing. that stuff. The whole thing, the whole nine years. So I said, yeah, but are you okay if I cook on it? And they were like, honestly, you can pretty much do what you want. So I was like, let's go for it. So we, we came to an agreement. We uh, got the, 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 the Traeger XL came one day, it was delivered to the house. And uh, on, of course, on a pallet. I mean, it's like a small, I joked in the video, it was like uh, Kelly had a mini for a couple of years. And I go, I think the Traeger XL, the Timberline XL is bigger than the, than the mini that she had. Hmm. It's a hefty, it's a hefty thing. And look, you and I talked about it. There's storage doors that contain, you know, whatever you want to contain. And you were like, eh, I don't really care about that. You don't care. How do you not care about storage, Greg? Well, I, I mean, I have a, a storage table that's by most of my cookers. I have a huge shed out back that I have for storage. So, yeah. again... Do I care about it? Would it steer <clears throat> if it didn't have it? Would it not? No. Would it I not agree. allow me no. to buy it? No. Does if it has no, it, it? So okay. I mean, it, I'm not going to hate but it, it. But but for me, it's kind of the the sum of its parts concept. Yeah. Right. There's, There's a lot of little things that they've done, and, and look, uh, my part of the agreement is over. Yep. They came to me. They commissioned a video. I gave them the video. I could now say it's a piece of shit and uh, it would be fine. Yeah. I won't say that because right. I don't feel like I'm that. sure the cooker's fine. It's yeah. No, I think it's more than fine. Yes. I think they did a lot of, they did a lot of great things with it Yeah, uh, that I quite like. And look, I know just going to say this. Yes. I know because of your association with green mountain. Yeah. That there's a, there's a, there's a thing there. You have a friendship there, and I understand friends over business. That makes sense. Can I? Am I okay in saying this? Yeah, I mean, I I addressed somebody, a listener, sent me an email yes. over the week and said, Wait, "Hey, did you just pronounce the e and say listener?" I said listener. Oh, by the way, can I just uh, go off of topic for a second? All right. I sent you the other day a a screenshot of a time stamp of your last week's broadcast yeah podcast and i said uh something like where'd you say the guy was from and you said some someplace in cleveland or ohio or some shit like that yeah. that's not what i was referring to we haven't talked about this i was referring to the way you pronounce t-i-j-u-a-n-a tijuana tijuana thank tijuana. you yeah it's not what you said I didn't. I did not say Tijuana. He said Tijuana. You said Tijuana. I did no, not say you that. Said I know I didn't because I watched on your video a number of years ago. You and Max just pound unmercifully on people saying Ooh, Tijuana. It's Tijuana. I know. Trust you me. Know, if it's, it's one wait. thing I know. It's how to speak Spanish. I'm not convinced you. I'm not convinced you said it properly. And I, I'll go back and listen. You go back and listen. But it's top of mind for me right now. Yeah. Because 
because of this whole Ukraine situation, and there's a lot of Ukrainians on the other side of the border, yeah. 20 minutes from downtown San Diego. Yes. And there are, I cannot tell you how many, uh, the, the numbers of national broadcasters <laughs> that are effing up the name of that city. Well, mo I mean, it's, it's like saying Cleveland. Aside from you, yeah, most sorry. people would sit there and say Tijuana because that's what they hear all the time. But because I, idiots. because I listen, there's no A there. Because I subscribe Tijuana. to thank you, thank the cooking guy. I hear go back and listen, but I'm pretty. And plus, I, I know I plus I know the Spanish alphabet, and I is E Tijuana. It's right there. It's all spelled out there, right in okay, front wait, of you. Okay. Wait, what were we talking about? Where did I just derail us from? You derailed us from me getting an email from Taylor in Virginia, who said, yeah. "Greg, no offense, but you're a hypocrite." You have a Traeger cooker on your patio. You've mentioned it plenty of times on your show. And now you have an issue with Traeger because they're messing with one of your sponsors. Do you do you have two razors to shave both of your faces? I oh. bet you still use that cooker too, don't you? Love the show. Regards, Taylor. And I said, Taylor, this isn't a issue of me not liking the cooker that I have. I love that cooker. The Timberline is a great cooker. I've never had any issue with it. In fact, the guy from Green Mountain Grill will probably tell you that the products are fine. Where my issue is, is the business side of things. It's who's making I the decisions it. on how they're conducting business. It has nothing to do with the products. I, mean, I would love yeah. to have a Traeger XL sitting on my backyard, too. I'm sure it cooks great. It's a Timberline. It's their top-of-the-line product. How could it not? Look, this is a, not if you ask Doug Scheiding. Scheiding would say the, uh, <laughs> the Ironwood 885 is his girlfriend. Did I say that? No, no. I mean, Goldie. He calls it his Goldilocks, Goldie which there's some weird kind of like sexual connotation there for shining. I don't <laughs> quite is? understand oh. it. Yeah. What is that? What is he? What is Gold? What does he mean by his Goldilocks? I don't know. I don't know if you're putting words in his mouth saying that he he would say he would prefer an Ironwood over a Timberline XL. <laughs> That's certainly <laughs> something I'll be asking him in the next. By the way, for one like. more of my friends that I've never met. Yeah. Shiding. Well, that's. Yeah. I mean, is it is it a bigger Shiding loss what does he in have life? Boxes in his head? What, what does he have in his house? He's got raccoons. Like seven. Does he really live like out in the middle of the woods? I guess. If you have raccoons coming in through the cat door, and and <laughs> I guess the next thought in your head is it's time to fix the cat door. It's just, oh hey, we got raccoons in the house, honey. Yeah. Uh, you live in the sticks when that doesn't really bother you sticks. that much, I guess. You, okay, one so raccoon like, in my look? house, and my wife is like, the raccoons are never coming in the house again, or I'm never coming in the house again. So the raccoons no, uh, my, lose. If that happened here, we'd be moving. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, so look, what have we learned here? We've learned that you like the Traeger. Yes. It's a great cooker. The cooker is great. We know that uh, it's their business practices in this particular area you're not fond of. Because it can affect the whole portion of that industry. Correct. Yeah. So, I, I look, I... Uh, Look, Sam, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't really have anything to say I, uh, after I, this. I don't know what we've covered here this evening, but I can Neither say this. Neither do I know. We've, we've done it again. Uh, oh, damn it. it. And I, I I, minimized the Clubhouse app. I forgot to look back there because then we got into discussion about Traeger. So you, uh, we'll have to redo so the game show. And Another day. Yes. Uh, so we'll do it next yeah. month. Because I have uh, CJ, Clarence Joseph from Mom and Papa Joe's Barbecue, ready to come on, who's a yeah, budding, yeah. budding YouTube sensation. 
So we'll talk to him about the the YouTube. And yeah. uh, he finished Reserve Grand Champ at the Houston Livestock and Rodeo last month, which, of course, she knows a very big event. So Okay, uh, okay. I'm good. Uh, go to thecookingguy.com to go everywhere Except else that Sam somebody has. Was, whoever, whoever it was was going to win this tonight. Oh. It doesn't come out till May 17th. Wow. Yours is, yours is coming, buddy. All right. Well, I can't wait for my copy. And then next month, we'll have the logistics worked out to do what does Sam like best. And yeah. you know what? Let's what? let's go nuts. Want to go nuts? Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I'm in. I love going Check nuts. Check this out. Clarence. You only Clarence. live once. You there, Clarence? What's happening, Greg? Yes, sir. All right. I'm, gonna, I'm about ready to mash segments here. Sam can't see me, but uh, uh, Sam, this is Clarence. Clarence, I can Sam. See, I can see Clarence. Okay, well, yes, you, you can, but I, I don't Clarence think... Uh, Clarence might not be able to see me. That's right. Uh, this is, hey, what's uh, up, Clarence? How go. are you? Man? Okay, everybody's seeing each other here. Sam, how are you doing, man? Good to meet okay, you. you. I'm sure Clarence you. is a big Absolutely. fan here. So, Clarence, do you want to play What is Sam Like Best for your chance to win his newest cookbook, Sam the Cooking Guy Between the Bunts? <laughs> I have- I absolutely would. You'd what? All right. All right. Okay. This is good. This right. is good. I love a last minute substitution. That's right. I love the idea of Clarence there. Let's All see right. how we do. So I'll tell you how the game works here in just a second, Clarence. But first, Clarence, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi. Right. What's up, folks? Uh, this is uh, CJ, uh, Mom and Papa Joe's Barbecue. Uh, we're primarily a competition team. Uh, we do uh, barbecue classes. Uh, and we, we also have a relationship with Traeger. We, we're one oh. of Traeger's uh, influencers uh, and really love uh, that line of uh, barbecue work. Uh, like Greg mentioned earlier, we recently started a, uh, a YouTube channel and uh, it's been received uh, very well. Young channel. Uh, we're, we're no uh, Sam the cooking guy uh, by any means. You are. But, uh, uh, hey, we all start someplace. All right. So here we go. 100%, man. Here we go. Clarence, what's going to happen here is this. I'm going to ask you a question and then give you two options. You are then going to give me the option that you think Sam likes best. You get the best three out of five, and you on your way to winning a cookbook. Here we go. Clarence, question number one. Of the two... What does Sam, who, sorry, who does Sam like best? Putin or the devil? I, because uh, I know a little bit more about Putin than I do the devil, I will say Sam will side with the devil. All right, Sam, siding with the devil. We'll lock him in for a final answer, Sam. That's your final answer there, CJ? That's it, my man. <laughs> Uh, you're right. All I'll right. I'll take the devil any day over food. Well, CJ is an expert right off the bat here on the show, so we'll go ahead and race right into the next question. All right, CJ, when it comes to getting barbecue at a restaurant, what does Sam like best? Sauce on the side or sauce on the meat? Wow. Okay, I've watched enough of Sam's uh, videos, so uh, I kind of feel he's a uh, he's nowhere near novice. 
uh, and uh, a bit of a connoisseur. Sam will take his on the side. All right, sauce on side. Sam, what say you? Oh, God, CJ, I'm so sorry. But you're right. Yes, 100%. And, and here's the, but here's the reason. And he, I think uh, CJ uh, suggested this. Uh, I want to taste the barbecue for the barbecue. And then I want to taste what they serve it with. If you just get it slathered right off the top, off the top, then it's, uh, you might be hiding something. That's right. Well, totally CJ, agree. nice, nice. CJ yeah. is an expert. Totally agree. Big fan uh, of Sam here, be- obviously. So yeah. this is where things typically tip to the negative side on question number three for whatever reason. I don't know why, but it seems to happen here. So CJ currently on a win streak. He's done two in a row. So here's question number three, CJ. Between the two wines, which does Sam like best? A fine Viognier or a fine Merlot? Oh, oh wow. All right. This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very tough because I can't even pronounce that first one. I'm gonna ride with that Merlot. Merlot, okay. We'll lock CJ in for a final answer of Merlot. Sam, is it Merlot or Viognier? Well, CJ, much like the movie Sideways, I'm not drinking a fucking Merlot. I'm going with the Viognier. Oh my! Well, question number three. Not only, not only was it fun bringing that uh, that movie quote back, but <laughs> it extends the game. No doubt. Wow. So, question number three continues to be a hurdle for every contestant that has ever played this yeah. game. But you can knock it out of the park here in question number four, CJ. Just need one more, CJ. Come on, buddy. What does Sam yes, like sir. best? The TV show Friends. Or the TV show Seinfeld. Wow. Wow. Sam, Sam, Sam. Can I give Sam a comes no. across as a Seinfeld man. Okay. Final answer? Final All answer. All right. We'll lock him in for a final answer on Seinfeld. Sam, when watching, is it Seinfeld or Friends? Well, I'll be honest, it's not even close. And um, sorry, CJ, but you have to send me your address because you're getting a copy of Sam the Cooking Guy Between the Buns. All right. Well, my man, dude, my man. Thank goodness. CJ, let me tell you, we would be friends if we could meet and we might someday, but uh, your instincts were really good. I mean, apart from the (laughs) wine question that no, I don't even know if my wife could have answered that. That was so far well, out I'm, in that field. I'm also a Seinfeld man, uh, and I, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've caught glimpses of your sense of humor, and I, I kind yes, of thought thank so. you, thank you. Well, uh, CJ is certainly a connoisseur of Sam. Sam, uh, go ahead. Uh, I'll get CJ's address and forward it to you, and then you can go Sam ahead. CJ's book will be right back to him. It's great. Uh, Sam, always You'll appreciate yours, the time. Greg. CJ will get his. Everybody have a good night. Thanks for watching and playing. What does Sam like best? Thank you. There he is. Sam the Cooking Guy. A real pleasure, Sam. Take care. Right there. All right. So now we are right here with CJ, Clarence Joseph, of course, from Mama and Papa Joe's Barbecue as we're 
running it back-to-back, which we rarely do. So let me give you the proper introduction, of course. You know, when you think of the biggest Texas barbecue cook-offs, two come to mind for me, San Antonio and, of course, the Houston Livestock and Rodeo Barbecue Cook-Off. My next guest, this guy, has already won the San Antonio competition twice and about a month ago took reserve at the Houston Livestock event. He is a championship award-winning pitmaster, teaches competition cooking classes, and is considered by many to be one of the best guys in barbecue, regardless of sanctioning body. We race to the hotline and welcome in the pitmaster of Mama and Papa Joe's Barbecue, Clarence Joseph. And the most recent winner of What Is Sam's Like Best. So you are on a win streak like few have ever experienced, Clarence. So um, last time you were on, we talked about you winning San Antonio, as I'd mentioned, for the second time. And that event on its own really continues to rise in the ranks of one that cooks want to win, especially in Texas. But Houston is one that everybody wants to win, regardless of sanctioning body. What do you think makes it so special? In your view, I think Houston uh, separates itself uh, from uh, San Antonio Rodeo, Greg, in the fact that it is an uh, an automatic uh, to the Jack Daniels. So it's one of those qualifying cooks that will get you to that bucket list uh, event. Uh, you know, it's it's not a an official sanctioned cook off. So Houston sort of makes their own rules. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, the prestige that uh, one of those, uh, I call them bow-legged loop trophies, uh, carries, and that, uh, that invite to the, the, the Jack Daniels really, really makes it special. Clarence Joseph joining me here on the show, pitmaster of Mom and Papa Joe's Barbecue. You know, what's unique also is this is not an event like most that you can just send in a fee, an entry fee for, show up on a Friday or Saturday, compete, and away you go. Uh, this is something a little bit different. So how do you even get into cooking? Wow. Uh, man, you've got to be pretty lucky. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, you've got to know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that's sitting next to somebody that knows somebody. <laughs> uh, there, <laughs> there is uh, something of a 10-year waiting list. Uh, and uh, the fact that that spaces just do not come up uh, very often uh, for the public uh, really makes uh, getting in difficult. Uh, these uh, these spaces, these uh, assigned spaces are handed down through generations, Greg. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, so uh, uh, fathers will hand them down to their kids. And uh, uh, at some point, those kids will hand them down to their kids. So uh, unless you're you're somewhat of a hired hand, so to speak, you know you you probably will not get to uh, to cook that event. Uh, you'd have to be fortunate enough to win uh, one of the qualifying events, uh, and those events are uh, events like uh, the Jack Daniels. Uh, they get an automatic invite. The American Royale uh, get an automatic invite. Uh, Memphis in May, San Antonio. Uh, and there might be uh, one other that that uh, that I failed to mention. So uh, it really, really is a uh, a uh, significant accomplishment when you are able to get one of those automatic invites. Looking at the cook and back over that weekend, how do you think your cook went? And did you think you were in a winning position? 
You know, uh, before I answer that, Greg, I, I've got to go back to uh, our first invite to to Cook Houston. You know, uh, we won San Antonio in in 2015 and uh, went to Houston uh, with that invite uh, in 2016. And uh, at that point, man, we were on uh, we were on a very good streak. You know, a couple of GCs in a row, and uh, because of the the significance of, of of that event, I really, really went in there, my guns ablaze, and really wanted to do well. And I, I made one of those mistakes, you know, that I teach, that I preach, I teach in my classes, I talk to my students about never trying to do too much. And uh, in the in the end, when I tasted my products, uh, I knew uh, that this was not what uh, Mom and Papa Joe usually turns in, and uh, the the results. Uh, Prove that, you know, uh, and uh, I tucked my tail, man. My pride was hurt. And uh, I remember telling mom, I said, if we ever got a chance again to cook it, it would be a different story. You know, and uh, the way things worked out, we won it in 2020 uh, and COVID canceled uh, 21. And we were fortunate enough to get back there uh, a month or so ago. And uh, Greg, we absolutely cooked our stuff man i went in there relaxed uh knowing that uh that if i cooked what i cook uh, our chances of uh having a, a nice day uh, was very possible and by a nice day you know i'm not i'm not talking about winning it or reserve but i definitely wanted to get that stench of that uh that week showing uh from 2016 off my shoulder mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, to finish as reserve really, really uh, was mind blowing. You know, uh, to win would have been nice, man. But uh, that reserve absolutely made up for uh, for the failure in 2016. Certainly, you go in wanting to win. Everybody goes down there because they want to win the thing. You go into every competition that you're competing in to win the whole thing. As you mentioned, reserve is great. Winning it would have been better, of course, but. Looking at this reserve, as you say, getting that stench off the last attempt at Houston, and then looking at this reserve compared to a bunch of the other grand championships that you've won, where does this stack into what you have accomplished in the career of competition barbecue? Wow. Uh, this one, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be top, top three. Uh, it's not a GC, but... Uh, the significance of, of this uh, makes it a top three. You know, uh, who knows uh, whether or not we'll ever get another opportunity to cook uh, Houston. You know, I, I'm not a fan of being a hired hand. Uh, Mom and I put in some 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 decent time and work to try to to create somewhat of a Mom and Papa Joe's brand. Uh, and so I'm not willing to just go out there and, and be a hired hand for somebody. Uh, we've had those opportunities and we've always turned them down. So uh, uh, to get another one would be great, but uh, uh, time only time will tell. But it, I believe it is top three. You know, uh, we've uh, uh, the San Antonio uh, and then uh, the Western Wood Series three and Turn and Burn was another one that is just so high up there in our list. Uh, and uh, it's it's been an absolute journey, but man, what a wild ride. Uh, Mom and I have had some fun. 
barbecue is taking us places that we never once imagined. You know, the first time we lit the we lit the fire at a uh, at a cookoff. So let's stick on the competition just from a general sense here for a few more minutes, CJ. Last time you were on, you were still very passionate about competitions. You were hitting it pretty hard still. Is it still the same feeling for you two years later? You know, uh, great question, Greg. Uh, it, it Right now, it is not. Uh, uh, the passion... I'm not so much, not so much the passion has waned, uh, but uh, my motivation right now, there's just been uh, some infighting that that some people on the outside might not be aware of, but there's been a lot of infighting uh, uh, with with uh, the sanctioning bodies. Yeah. Uh, it's been kind of a turnoff. Uh, and uh, we've been doing this since 2010. And uh, a lot of the, the really, really, good cooks that I came up with that I looked up to as, uh, as we were feeling our way around have, uh, went on, moved on to do other things. You know, uh, we start looking at the Darwin Hoels, the Craig Sherry's, uh, and those types of guys that I used to just enjoy sitting down with at a cook off man, picking their brains. Uh, they've all dropped off. So, uh, very often now when I get to an event, uh, I kind of find myself without that, that immediate circle of friends. Mm. You know, I know lots of people out there, but they are not uh, what I call my people, the people that I sit down with, man, uh, with a cigar and a beer. Uh, so uh, it, it, it's kind of lost that, that factor for me. Uh, when I get out there, I mean, I still love the competition part of it, but that, com- that camaraderie that, that I used to, to have that I really, really enjoyed is no longer there. So, uh, I don't think I will ever leave the competition scene completely, but uh, we're going to be a much lesser presence uh, than uh, in the past. One of the things that we were talking about as we were doing the handover crossover thing with uh, Sam and you was the mention of the YouTube channel. And you look through the last year and a half, two years under the pandemic and a lot of people staying at home. A lot of people were deciding this is the time I'm going to launch a podcast or a lot of the time people saying, hey, I have a lot of extra time to try my hand at a YouTube channel of some sort. When did you start it and what was the overarching concept for content and coverage? You know, uh, we uh, we had just won San Antonio Rodeo and one of the, uh, uh, in 2020, and one of the, uh, one of the invites you get is to Austin Rodeo. And uh, coming off of San Antonio, we we were on like a 3GC streak, uh, went to Austin, and uh, we, we, we finished top 10 in Austin. We had two walks. Uh, and then COVID hit and closed everything down. Uh, and at that point, uh, you know, I went through, I went through cook-off withdrawals for a, uh, for a couple of months. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was really fiending for, for cook-offs. And at that point, you know, looking for an outlet, uh, the YouTube popped in. Now, you, the idea of a YouTube channel was not new, entirely new, but it was something that people had mentioned to me uh, years prior, and I just never pulled the trigger. But now sitting at home with COVID, time on my hands, uh, it was the perfect opportunity, you know. 
and we wanted to do some competition stuff. We've done quite a bit of competition stuff on our, on our YouTube channel, but we understood that if we wanted to grow the channel, that we would have to do a heck of a lot more than competition. We'd have to cook on, on a variety of pits, uh, you know, uh, competition, uh, versus, uh, backyarders in terms of numbers. Uh, it's not even mm -hmm. close, you no know, doubt. uh, 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 your, 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 your subscribers are primarily or by the, by a, a large portion are going to be uh backyard, uh, non, -com, non -com, uh, competition guys. So, uh, mom and I, we like to tell people we cook, uh, on our channel, we cook everything from, uh, aardvark to zebra <laughs> and, uh, we've cooked on, <laughs> we've cooked on, uh, close to 10 different pits. <laughs> I mentioned earlier, we have a relation, uh, with, with a relationship with Traeger, uh, I, I primarily, uh, the only pellet grill I will cook on is, is a Traeger, but I'm allowed to cook on my Weber's, my Jambos, my, my other offset, uh, you name it, I can cook on it. Uh, uh, but, uh, the, the pellet grill that I cook on is a Traeger. I've got, uh, the Timberline, uh, both the 850 and the 1300. Love them. Absolutely love them. Almost 5,000 subscribers strong as I was checking the numbers yesterday afternoon. What's the best way to go about attracting and retaining a loyal subscribing base, do you think? You know, uh, Greg, uh, I've found, man, uh, people have reached out to me, you know, uh, uh, offering a service, uh, a paid service uh, that would get me more subscribers. <laughs> yeah. I would love a, a large number of subscribers, but I want uh, subscribers aren't going to mean anything if they're not going to be watching. So I, I uh, while I would love uh, our growth to be, you know, rocket into the top, uh, I will absolutely take a slow and steady climb of loyal viewers. You know, I, I, I so enjoy getting the comments, man, about uh, our videos and whatnot. Uh, how people are loving, how they're learning, uh, people from all over the world. Uh, it's amazing when somebody reaches out from from Turkey or somebody from from uh, uh, Iran, you know, that watch one of your videos. And Greg, I'm one of those. I'm not afraid to try anything. You know, uh, I did a, a like a Turkish kebab uh, and I was hoping I didn't butcher it. Somebody from Turkey hit me up and said that they were absolutely impressed. Huh with this kebab uh and i i mean i was blown away you know that made my uh that made my day uh hearing something like that so we want to cook everything we will cook on the stove we'll cook on the oven we'll cook on the pits uh it does not make a difference we're going to do a little bit of everything man uh our channel has got something for for you regardless of who you are from a technical side getting out from behind the camera and setting up streams and getting gear and audio and all this other stuff. What's the hardest part about live streaming? Wow. Uh, and, uh, you know, learning as you go, uh, without even thinking of reaching out to some of the, the, the individuals that have been there, have started up like yourself. I've got another buddy, uh, uh, Steve, uh, Steve Grams, uh, he's got a uh, a background in in audio in in video, and you know, struggling. I never once thought about reaching out to guys like you to help me out with uh, equipment and ideas. Uh, so uh, 
it's been piecemeal. It's been piecemeal. Uh, a cheap mic here. A few months later, we upgrade to to a better mic, and and uh, the next step is to upgrade to a better camera for our videos. But uh, I absolutely love the live streaming. Uh, you know, I, I I love talking to people. I love talking about anything. I I really prefer coming on to uh, my Thursday night live streams with a topic in hand. Yeah. Uh, I will have guests. Uh, you know, I'm 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 a startup. Uh, uh, Greg Remke right here. So uh, <laughs> uh, at some point, uh, <laughs> at some point, people are gonna hear about, about us. Hopefully, but uh, it's been it's been an awesome journey. Uh, so the hardest part for us uh, has been our lighting, lighting issues. You know, uh, you've already helped me out. Uh, man significantly with with uh our audio uh and this is the first time i'm putting these uh headsets on and and i'm not gonna lie greg you sound like you sound like <laughs> like like christ in these uh you sound like jesus is speaking to me in these headsets i love them man <laughs> yeah well they're either really good headphones or the money that i paid for this mic is really proving to pay out so uh, both good things thank goodness and uh, yeah. glad you're using all the gear that you got uh from a competition standpoint cj uh, do you have uh plans over the next couple months to do any events or are you pretty locked down doing other stuff then no uh this uh this weekend matter of fact i uh i did uh quite a bit of prep work this morning uh as i normally do for competition week we will be doing uh, an event right here in San Antonio, Car Fest, uh, uh, an, an expected great turnout. I think we're looking at close to 100 teams, if not over that. And uh, from there, uh, there are a couple of cook-offs on the coast where I can see mom and I making, uh, you know, making it a four-day weekend. Uh, go go cook and hang out on the coast, maybe get some fishing in or something like that. So uh, we, we're, we're, we're probably going to end up doing between uh, – eight and ten cook-offs this year uh which is a far cry from the the 30 to 32 that we used to do in the clarence joseph is the pit master of mom and papa joe's barbecue and if you run on over to youtube you can search clarence joseph or search mama and papa joe's barbecue and you will see his channel there go ahead and subscribe it and smash right the like button and all that stuff so uh, you can certainly do that and enjoy cj's content cj really appreciate the catch up and uh, glad that you're doing well we'll look forward to the live stream that's coming up this thursday and i wish you nothing but continued success my friend appreciate you coming on tonight Matt, thanks for the invite greg much appreciated you guys take care thanks there he is cj from Mama and Papa Joe's Barbecue. Always great to catch up with CJ. Absolutely. And as he has said, COVID has changed where the passion is. Infighting within the Texas associations has changed where the passion is going. And now you're seeing more and more YouTube content. Of course, the live stream that will be on in two nights from now. So check him out and see what he's up to over there on his live stream let me talk to you quickly about big papa smokers before we exit here for this evening big papa smokers the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue a curated selection 
of only the best outdoor grilling supplies will get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Known for the championship rubs and seasonings, popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, all proven winners on the competition circuit and in the backyard. 13 perfectly balanced flavors that transform ordinary meals into extraordinary. Whether you're looking to impress the judges or your friends, it's going to do both. Big Papa Smokers is the place to go. They also own Granny's Barbecue Sauce if you're looking for a new go-to sauce that's different than what's already currently on the market. You're going to want to give Granny's a try. You're looking for a new smoker? Maybe you are. Check out that Mac two-star general pellet cooker. Big Papa's the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. Not a fan of pellet smokers, all right. Take a look at the Old Hickory Ace BP, the only charcoal smoker the Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. And if you're not sure of what grill you need, look through the website, then call and ask questions. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. Big Papa Smokers, the place to go for all your barbecue needs. And we will be back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Vortic Watches. Back in the day, watches were made to be worn in the pocket after World War II. Wristwatches came into vogue, and pocket watches quickly became an afterthought, finding their way into sock drawers and scrap heaps. Quite simply, a tragedy. Enter Vortec Watch Company, helping bridge the gap between America's storied manufacturing past and bridging it to the present day, where wristwatches are finding incredible popularity. Here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortec makes unique and one-of-a-kind. Nobody else has one just like yours. Vortic founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check out VorticWatches.com for more information. All right, let's go ahead and wrap it up all the way back in the first hour. We talked with Malcolm Reed from How to Barbecue Right and the pitmaster of Killer Hogs competition team. Then we followed that up with Cleve Oynes talking about the pepper cannon, mankitchen.com, M-A-N-N, mankitchen.com is the website. Check out the Pepper Cannon and all the other accessories that he is selling. Second hour, we started out with Sam the Cooking Guy, and then we bridged with Clarence Joseph for Mom and Papa Joe's Barbecue. So, a little bit different second hour, but we still got everything in there. CJ wins the book from Sam. Sam and I talk a little bit about the Traeger stuff. Great conversation for the second hour. Certainly appreciate the guests. Big show planned for you next week, of course. It's the second Tuesday, so Meathead is going to be in, and Robert Boss is going to be in amongst a cast of others. So how do I always leave you? September 11th, 2001. I will never forget until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.
This is Steve, the cookout coach, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. 